The IC Code of Professional Conduct, created in 2014 by the IC Council, sets out for both members of the institution and the public the standards of professional conduct and ethical behaviour by which members should abide. The code applies to all IC members, irrespective of grade, professional role, or jurisdiction in which they practice. The code consists of six key rules. Rule two states that all members shall only undertake work that they are competent to do. Hear from Professor Gordon Masterton, Chair of Future Infrastructure at the University of Edinburgh School of Engineering and IC past president about why this matters. To become a chartered civil engineer, all members go through the same qualifying process. Yet, civil engineering covers a very wide range of specialisms. You might become a bridge designer, a geotechnical engineer, a transport planner, an environmental or a water engineer, a roads or a dams engineer, a ports or a public health engineer, or a structural engineer or a contractor with expertise in construction techniques. All of these are civil engineering. But each specialism requires deep study and continuing bespoke professional development. For a long time now, these specialisms have been so sophisticated that it's not credible for a chartered civil engineer to be competent and keep fully up to date in all of them. And there are more even than I've mentioned. So the ICE expects engineers to use their integrity to decide which commissions or work assignments are beyond their current competence and refuse them. The rule is not intended to prevent young or older, come to that, engineers from gaining wide experience, so long as they're closely mentored and maintain relevant CPD. Early career engineers, for example, can rely on the experience of their supervisors or other team members when building their competence in new areas. But just as a heart surgeon would not perform brain surgery, nor should a public health engineer be offering to design, say, a tall building or a bridge. By following this rule, the public will be protected against poor or unsafe design and construction, and the reputation of the civil engineer and the institution will not be put at risk. Rule 3 states that all members shall have full regard for the public interest, particularly in relation to matters of health and safety and in relation to the well-being of future generations. Michaela Chan, Assistant Engineer at Arcadis, IC Sustainability Champion and IC President's Future Leader 2020-2021 tells us why this is so important. Humanity right now is only in its adolescence. Most of humanity's life is still in the future. An estimated 118 billion people have already lived, but thousands or millions of times of that number are even yet to be born. If humans survive no longer than the average mammalian species, which is about a million years, then 99.5% of all human experience has yet to be lived. Contemporary society does not appreciate that many of the decisions we make right now will impact the entire course of humanity's future. We need to shift our perspective to the long term. Since the future might be very long, there could be far more people in future generations than in the present generation. This means that if you want to make the world better in an impartial way, i.e. without regard to people's race, class, or where or when they're born, 
then what matters most morally is that the future goes as well as it can for all generations to come. This is something that indigenous peoples have known for years. In fact, you may have heard of the seventh generation principle based on ancient Haudenosaunee philosophy, which governs that the decisions we make today should result in a sustainable world seven generations into the future. And while we talk about the well-being of future generations, we must also remember that inequalities in our current time have not yet been solved. We need to take into account all public interests today, especially as, according to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, all humans are born free and equal in dignity and rights. As engineers, we have the power to respond to these challenges wisely and leave our future generations with a world that is just, equitable and beautiful, one that can continue to flourish for millions of years to come. Rule 4 states, all members shall show due regard for the environment and for the sustainable management of natural resources. Hear from Michaela again about the role engineers have to play in leading the world to a more sustainable future. In July 2022, the UN General Assembly adopted a resolution recognising the human right to a clean, healthy and sustainable environment. This decision comes at a time of many intersecting planetary crises, including climate emergency, public health threats, and the breach of several planetary boundaries. Universally recognizing that every human being has access to a healthy environment is a significant step to protect human well-being in times of planetary crisis. But the challenge to achieve this is only just beginning. Each and every one of us, regardless of whether we work for governments, businesses, or civil society, must make it a priority to ensure this right for present and future generations to come. While the original 1828 Royal Charter of the ICE states that civil engineering is the art of directing the great sources of power in nature for the use and convenience of man, we must evolve this definition and recognize that we as humanity do not have dominion over the environment. Instead of being apart from nature, let's be a part of nature. This recognition means that each of us as individuals and designers of the world in which we live, breathe and play must take more accountability to ensure that we create a world with a safe and stable climate, a toxic free environment, clean air, access to safe water and adequate sanitation, healthy and sustainably produced food and thriving biodiversity and ecosystems. We can do this by enhancing cooperation across all divides, strengthening capacity building and continuing to share good practices. This final point requires that we decolonize our knowledge systems and explore new ways of thinking, which don't only forefront perspectives from the global north, but also the global south. We need a radical systems change right now to steer us towards a brighter, more equitable and sustainable future. And I have every faith in civil engineers to lead the way. Rule six lists the instances in which members must notify the institution. This would be necessary if, for example, a member was convicted of a serious criminal offence. Rule 1, which focuses on behaving with integrity, and Rule 5, which refers to the development of professional knowledge, skills and competence, are both further explored in our podcast episode with Kimmy Zabian, an advocate of the Grenfell Next of Kin group. You can listen to this podcast and explore more content on this topic and others on the ICE Knowledge Hub.